The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition. Hello, I'm Kimberly King, and welcome to the Mother's Market Podcast, a show dedicated to the truth, beauty, and goodness of the human condition. On today's show, chances are you know someone who's been in pain and searching for a solution. Well, these days, more and more people are turning to the power of CBD. So listen close and find out all you need to know. Plus, later we'll tell you what's going on around town. But first up, Julie Dennis has traveled the nation for over 20 years speaking and writing about health-related topics with a particular focus on herbs and botanical remedies, including CBD, hemp, and cannabis. Currently, she works with the American Botanical Council reviewing cannabis research. She's on the Cannabis Committee with the American Herbal Products Association, and she is the founder and formulator of her own CBD company, and topical product, Canna Joint Relief with CBD, a CBD balm in a base of certified organic botanicals. <laughs> and we welcome her to the Mother's Market Podcast. Julie, how are you? I'm fantastic, Kim. Thank you so much for having me today. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here. Well, it's an honor and a pleasure to have you here. And before we get to today's topic, please fill us in on your mission and your work. Oh, please. I have been dedicated to helping my community live healthier lives. At 15, I'm working in a health food store in Los Angeles. It's still there, VP discounts. Hello. Aww. Yes, and I'm 15 years old, standing at the register, reading a little pamphlet on Golden Seal, reading its chemical profile, its history, and it. I really had that moment, that epiphany that said, oh boy, you're going to be doing this for the rest of your life, working with botanicals in some capacity. And I haven't stopped. Isn't that so, interesting? Yes. Wow, you were only 15 years old. I was old. 15. I knew this would be it. As <laughs> far as uh, what I would have to do for my career, I, I definitely wanted to do something positive, a positive contribution. And because I became so passionate about botanicals, it just all came together. Aww. I'm honored to, to I'd love to hear that. Career. Thank you. Well, today we're talking about the latest and the greatest information on CBD, and this is a hot topic and for pain management and so many other things. And so what is CBD? CBD is called a cannabinoid. Now, a cannabinoid is a chemical found in allegedly perhaps a variety of plants, but we certainly know that it is in cannabis. Cannabis, uh, we know it, we call it hemp, that could be grown to be high in CBD. We also know cannabis as marijuana. Now, certainly, marijuana has CBD in it, and a, like all plants, a whole variety of chemical compounds. And the cannabinoids are just one chemical found in the cannabis plant. And it reacts to our endocannabinoid system. We have this system. It's like this network. It almost looks like a nervous system network inside of our bodies called the endocannabinoid system. And these chemicals from this cannabis plant, like CBD, the cannabinoid, reacts with the endocannabinoid system in our bodies. It's fantastic. And relatively recently discovered this endocannabinoid system. In fact, in 1994, the endocannabinoid system was discovered. And in 1940, CBD was discovered, was isolated for the first time. So it's all relatively new to us. And, and certainly for somebody like me that has been in this industry a long time, uh, so exciting because so many people are reacting really positively when they start using it. I've never seen anything like it, and I think that's part of the 
fervor around CBD. People yeah. are actually finding support and relief. And it's something I've never seen the likes of in this industry. In all the years that you've yeah. been in it, and it's definitely booming right now. Indeed. Um, what is the difference between hemp and marijuana? Good question, Kim. Mm -hmm. We start with the cannabis plant. And many of us know the cannabis plant in a way in regards to it being grown to be high in THC. Cannabis, you start with cannabis, and you could grow it to be high in this THC, which is the chemical that gets us high if you imbibe, and grown for the bud. So that's marijuana. We're not talking about that here. We're talking about actually hemp, and hemp is grown to be low in THC. 0.3% or less THC in your classic hemp. Marijuana, conversely, could have upwards of 40%. THC. So hemp is grown to be low in that chemical that gets us high, that psychoactive chemical. And it's grown for all sorts of reasons. This fantastic hemp, it's grown for fiber, for food. It's got the seeds for oil and fuel. And in fact, by the way, Abraham Lincoln used to light his lanterns and, and study and work by the light of a hemp-fueled Lantern That was the oil used by our very own Abraham Lincoln. But this hemp, again, not grown for the buds and the THC and that psychoactive effect. It's grown for this whole variety of reasons. In fact, fiber is very rich in fiber. And we used to actually have all of our paper made on hemp paper. Hmm. The United States Declaration of Independence is written on hemp. Really? It's written on hemp. And in fact, our founding fathers... Uh, George Washington, John Adams, Jefferson, they all grew hemp. And it was a requirement in the colonies to grow hemp if you owned land. So hemp, it's rich in a lot of things. And now we know that it is also rich in CBD, this cannabinoid that is helping so many people. I had never heard any of this. That's, that's really interesting. Why is uh, CBD such a hot topic these uh, days? Why is it just now coming to the forefront? I think there are a variety of reasons. One, in part, because it's relatively recently discovered. It's an uh, ingredient that is helping a lot of people. And I think fundamentally, that's it. I'm just going to talk about my own community, my family, and friends. My father, for example... Hey, Dad. <laughs> I'm sure he'll listen to this. Whom I love dearly. And he has been using pharmaceutical drugs, as many people are, to help alleviate pain. Now, I'm not suggesting that anybody switch out their pharmaceutical drug for CBD. Not at all. I always suggest working with a qualified healthcare practitioner if you're going to make any changes. But I sent him some. You know how us kids are. Mm -hmm. We send our parents stuff, whether they're going to use it or not. And he's somewhat a believer in dietary supplements. So I sent him some little gentle topical. And his response was so profound that uh, it has allowed him to scale back a little on those more harsh chemicals and pharmaceutical drugs. He's a happier person. And this is what I'm seeing in my friends and family. And I'm just going to talk about my own community that are using it, like many, particularly for pain relief. And it's an anxiolytic. It helps calm us down. So those two things to help reduce pain and anxiety, 
I yeah. mean, who can't benefit from that? And that's, again, what I'm seeing in my friends and family. Yeah, and then we haven't even talked about the addiction part of the, the yeah, yeah, the pharmaceutical part of it. Indeed. So that's amazing. Um, although CBD has become popular in the last couple of years, cannabis and hemp have been around and used by humans. But for a long time, can you tell us a little bit about the history and how are these plants used in a traditional herbs? It's so fantastic, this botanical history, this, this human history of incorporating botanicals for health goes back thousands of years. And for hemp, as with most botanicals, most botanicals have some sort of therapeutic application. Now, what we know historically of hemp is that, for example, in 1550 BC, we have evidence on the Ebers Papyrus of Egypt, 1550 BC. This document, the Ebers Papyrus, is one of the aspects is talking about marijuana, cannabis, hemp, whatever you want to call it, the cannabis plant, and it's talking about its medicinal value as an anti-inflammatory. Hmm. 1550 BC, out of yeah. Egypt. And then we have Sanskrit, also from the 1500 BCs, that's written on hemp paper. We know in Chinese, and that's Ayurveda, by the way, from India, Sanskrit. We also know from traditional Chinese medicine. It used to be called, and still is, by the way, in pinyin, Mandarin Chinese, dama. Now, dama is referring to the hemp plant, and it you see the little glyph, the Chinese glyph. Mm -hmm. It has a canopy and two hemp plants underneath being sheltered. And in traditional Chinese herbalism, they used it, again, for a variety of reasons. It has a long and storied history of human usage, hemp, cannabis, and, and indeed also marijuana. Although, I must say, um, the marijuana of ancient traditional herbalism is different than what we buy in a dispensary today that is, that is typically super-powered, just a little uh, high-powered for, I think, some people. Mm -hmm. But the hemp plant, again, having this storied career in traditional herbalism, in Chinese herbalism, again, used for a variety of reasons, like we used to use here and are, again, in the United States for fiber and for oil and for fuel, but also they use the seeds, for example, as a laxative, mm. by the way. Really? So it, it certainly is nothing new to human usage and consumption in those variety of ways. And I'm so glad we're coming back to it and this prohibition that has been surrounding and mystifying and, and stalling our usage of this incredible plant is lifting. We're still working out some of the details. Right. But fortunately, we can go back to incorporating this important botanical into human usage. So uh, does CBD get you high? It does not. Okay. There's a, mis no, there's a lot there's, of misconception there, around there, it, isn't there? Excuse me. There is, and, and which is why I'm so glad we're continuing in our, our education here. CBD does not get you high. People perhaps may feel a calmative effect, uh, the ability of CBD to calm anxiety, but it will not get you high. In fact, again, it's the THC that gets us high. And CBD found within the same plant tempers the anxiety that may arise from too much THC consumption. So it works synergistically, the CBD and the THC, to help alleviate some of that anxiety that some experience when 
consuming THC, it's really, as all plants, an incredible surround sound effect of support. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. But uh, like maybe calming, but it's not, it doesn't get you high. Indeed, it's correct. A, yeah, and it has uh, you know, the different effect might be taking the pain away. But, yes. um, but we've heard terms, the entourage effect and the full spectrum. What does that mean? I'm so glad you asked. Because <laughs> again, as we continue our education, we can clarify what some of these terms mean. The entourage effect was first described by this professor, Raphael Mecholam, in 1998. Now, this world-renowned expert on pharmaceutical, can pharmaceutical cannabinoids, he was the chairman of Therapix. Now, Therapix, a pharmaceutical company, they devised a synthetic THC, and their research says that this proprietary synthetic THC actually works best in conjunction with another cannabinoid called PEA, as opposed to taking PEA or THC separately. So I, I think that, and at, at that point, he coined the term entourage effect. So what, what we're referring to more and more today is what I like to refer to as full spectrum. Mm. Full spectrum means that you are taking the whole plant, the whole hemp plant, with the variety of chemical compounds found within that plant and taking them together as they would more naturally be found as opposed to taking high doses of isolate or uh, a synthetic THC or synthetic cannabinoid. Taking them how we find them in nature is always the first step. I'm not opposed to isolates. I think there's a place for all of it. I like to consume foods, for example, that are high in magnesium. I like to get the complete complex of compounds found in those foods. Nuts, grains, beans, they all contain magnesium. And I get the other nutrients. That's full spectrum. But I also take magnesium. I like a magnesium malate, and I will take that isolate. <laughs> so I think there's a place for all of it. And I'm not one to... Uh, bash one form over the other because people are finding support with the variety that is now being offered. Hmm. So the 100% is basically what you're saying. So that is the full spectrum. That's yes. that. Okay. Um, okay. Thank you. That's, thanks for explaining that. And so much in, great information and there's plenty to learn from, from Julie. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Looking for healthier snack options? Mother's Market sources organic and non-GMO small batch, high quality, great tasting nuts, dried fruits, snacks, and candy. The goal? To provide you the highest in quality snacks while also offering high nutritional value. Fan favorites include non-GMO peanut butter pretzel bites, organic dried mango slices, and organic dark chocolate peanut clusters. Stop into your local Mother's Market today to explore all the varieties and pick some up to try for yourself. Let's talk menstruation, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopause. These shouldn't be taboo topics. They're the normal life phases we move through as women. And Solaray delivers support every step of the way with her life stages. The first of its kind comprehensive new supplement line offers doctor formulated solutions at each stage with clinically backed ingredients you can count on. Own the stage. Buy Solaray at Mother's Market today. Welcome back to the Mother's Market podcast. 
And we want to remind you that if you missed any portion of today's show, you can find us on iTunes by searching Mother's Market or download the show from our website, mothersmarket.com. Click the link for podcast and listen to past shows. Plus, download our healthy recipes and money savings coupons. All available at mothersmarket.com. And now back to our interview with Julie Dennis. And we're talking about CBD and hemp. And there are so many CBD products. And how do we choose? We're just talking a little bit about it. It's kind of the wild, wild west out there, isn't it? Boy, Kim, that is a good question. You know, when it comes to CBD and what I suggest people try... uh, And again, I review research for the American Botanical Council. I review the cannabis research. That's one of the jobs that I do. So what I'm seeing in the research is the topicals are are appropriate for many people. The internal oils, the capsules are appropriate for many people. First and foremost, let me step back and say, of course, if you're going to change your protocols or start incorporating something new to your own health protocol to work with a qualified healthcare practitioner... And I personally like to start small. If I pick up a product, I will not start with the suggested dosage even, which usually the suggested dosages are um, meant to be uh, somewhat of a minimal dosage in a way or just exactly what you want. So I'll, I'll scale back and I'll take one if it says take two. Mm-hmm. So I like to start small. Uh, I suggest trying a variety because granted what I'm seeing in empirically in my community is that the internal products, if you get a good one, and I do know that there are retailers like Mother's Market that truly do vet the products before they end up on shelf, which is key. You really want to go to an established retailer that knows what they're doing, again, like Mother's Market. So... I have seen incredible responses from my community by only using the internal products, whether it's the spray, the capsule, the liquid. I've also seen fantastic results from my community by just using the topical. So pick your pick where you want to start and, right. and buy the smallest unit, buy the smallest size, and build up and increase your dosage up to the suggested dosage or what your practitioner says. Mm-hmm. Uh, but certainly... Uh, I have been seeing benefits from both internal and external. And from what I'm seeing in the research, I'm also seeing that play out in the research. We're seeing benefits via the science on both sides, internal and external, both for anxiety and for pain. Um, this next question, might you might have just kind of answered it. It depends on the person maybe and checking with your physician. But how, how do you tell if we need a topical or an internal CBD product? Well, it's interesting. You know, through the years, having worked in this industry for some time, I have tried internal and external things for pain. I tend to go for those external things for pain when my tendonitis flares up Mm. or when my knee pain flares up and I just want to apply something topically. I don't need something deeper that's going to try to get to the root of the problem. I just need some temporary relief. For me, that's been a topical. Now, if I were experiencing anxiety, Mm -hmm. I would certainly go for the internal product. And I'm seeing that in the research, that it's the internal products that you want to go for if you're really feeling that anxiety flare up. Hmm. So it really does depend. Is it a little tendonitis? Is it a little inflammation uh, of the skin? Because ultimately what we're seeing is that this CBD may potentially bring down inflammation. 
and that is the root of many diseases. I'm just going to say it. Yeah. It really is. We're learning more and more about that in regards to Alzheimer's and cancer and cardiovascular disease and joint pain. Inflammation has been implicated in all of these. And I think that's why a lot of people are responding. Their inflammation is high. They're taking CBD and it's helping quench that fire to quell it a little, bring it down. Uh, And that just really brings it to light in so many ways, too, because you can't see Alzheimer's. You can't necessarily see inflammation. But, like, if you have a knee pain, you know topically you can present it there. Absolutely. But if you have anxiety, you can't really see anxiety. But So you, you can really, you, yeah. you just kind of spell that out. Um, there are CBD products in dispensaries and CBD products in retail stores, but what is the difference? What's going what's gonna to be in a dispensary is a marijuana product, typically. And that is, uh, they, they like to have them high in THC. Again, in my estimation, a little too high sometimes. But that's a dispensary product. It's marijuana, uh, highly regulated, as is CBD. CBD falls, falls under the Dietary Supplement Health Education Act. And now CBD from hemp, or industrial hemp as some are calling it, is low in THC. It legally has to be 0.3% or less of THC. And it's the hemp we've seen. I mean, we've seen this hemp thanks to Manitoba Harvest in 1992. Fantastic company that allowed Americans to have access to hemp. We've had hemp products in our health food stores since 1992. Wow, I didn't know that. Oh, hemp fiber, hemp Mm. clothing, hemp oil, hemp protein powders, hemp seeds. Again, thanks to Manitoba Harvest and their oh, their ability to get those laws passed for us in the United States. So those are the products you're going to see in a health food store that you're going to see in retailer, retail environments. That's CBD from hemp, low in THC. And if consumers are using CBD for pain relief, or are, the, are there other things they can do to help bring back a healthy inflammatory balance? Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anything we could do to bring back a healthy inflammatory balance, I'm all about. One of the main things is going to be stress. Mm. When we're stressed, our internal system revs up, our inflammatory markers increase, inflammation increases. So if we're chronically stressed, as is uh, most people I know, Mm-hmm. These days, let's just be honest. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not immune. Right. Uh, so, when we're in that chronic stress state, the inflammatory markers increase, inflammation and pain may increase, inflammation overall and all of its implications. So, mm-hmm. finding ways to calm our stress is going to be one of the best ways to reduce inflammation. And then, of course, other lifestyle considerations, making sure you're getting enough sleep. When we're not sleeping well, inflammation goes up. Also, food sources. You don't want to overload on fried foods, uh, the sugars. These all increase inflammation. So it's a comprehensive approach to health, which is fundamental to health. We cannot get it all in a, a bottle or a pill. So certainly those things, those pillars of health will help bring us back into balance. And, um, and great. That is excellent advice with all of that. But why would someone want to choose Canada Joint Relief Topical with CBD? Good question. <laughs> I have been making this Canada Joint Relief uh, as an herbalist, I make all sorts of lotions and potions through the years, since 15 years, and now I'm in my 50s. And I found myself living up in Nevada County where a lot of my 
community was cannabis growers. And every year I would end up with a plethora of raw material. What am I going to do with all this stuff? So I'd make stuff and hand it out during the Christmas holiday season with a little bow and people would use it on their joints and for pain. And and then I started getting feedback and, and the feedback was positive. And then I started to sell the original version to dispensaries. And then this CBD option came up to sell into retail natural product stores, which I've been working in for decades. I said, this is the lane for me. So I went into the CBD version of it. And ultimately, I put my favorites from what I'm seeing in the research into the product. It's not just CBD. It's CBD in a base of certified organic botanicals that all are implicated in the reduction of inflammation, according to the research. So you start seeing the... Oh, yeah. yeah the the all of the labors and uh, but it is it's from your passion place i loved your story when you first when i first started interviewing you that you were 15 years 15. old and and it really came to life I know for it. you and your, and your little bows on your bags and you were handing this out and you saw uh people being healed yeah. from this um so i like that um and that's the name of your company, canajointrelief.com, by the way. So we'll talk about it again. Um, but what inspired you to, to jump into that CBD business then, to like really make it uh, your business? Well, it's interesting because I've been doing this so long and I had this formulation for so long and refined it and was selling in dispensaries, which I was very uncomfortable going into, uh, by the way. It's a very odd channel to be working in. Because you, by the way, have made the difference. It, it, you've made that very clear. CBD yes. is, is not marijuana. Correct. different. CBD is not marijuana, although marijuana contains CBD. Um, I now, in the product, use the hemp version that is available to sell in retail stores. Out of the dispensary, I no longer do that channel. I got out as soon as possible. And what inspired me was is that I saw the results and I saw the benefit to my community and friends and family, and that kept growing and growing. And I said, this is what I'm doing here in life to help my friends and family and community live healthier lives. I know how to put a label on a product. I have helped many companies do that through the decades. I know what a UPC code is. Mm -hmm. I could do this. Mm -hmm. And I just said, yes, let's, let's jump in. So my husband and I and a small team now, uh, we grew and, and we continue to, to aspire to help our community. And, and that's what we're experiencing. That's great. Well, congratulations. What challenges do you foresee for the CBD industry? Oh, I see a lot of newbies coming on board. They see the dollar signs or something like that. And uh, they jump in without really knowing the laws and the regulations and without 100% uh, integrity. I've been dealing on the raw materials supply side. And, and it is somewhat like the Wild West. So a lot of people have jumped in. And I think that they need to learn what the regulations are. They need to learn the label laws. They need to really know what they're getting into before they get into it. Because it's not easy being in this cannabis in these nascent years, in the early years of this industry. There's a lot of sideways glances and what's that stuff? What's that evil weed you're putting in your... Mm -hmm. It's not like that. It's not like that. So I think that getting to know what you're getting into 
is going to behoove every, everyone, all of us. And I think that's one of the, the challenges. And then the regulations, there's some gray areas that we're still ironing, iron, uh-oh, ironing, ironing, yeah. <laughs> ironing out. Well, and I hear it from you. I mean, you are definitely in it. Not to win it, but I mean, you're here with your, um, you've researched, uh, you have been in it for a long time. You didn't just jump in yesterday. Um, so just to balance out that question. So I've asked you what the challenges that you foresee, but what, what are the triumphs that you uh, foresee? Please, too? you know, I think the paramount triumph is relief people are experiencing to, to relieve pain changes everything. Mm-hmm. It changes how you interact with your families, how you drive, living in L.A. I, mm. I would love everybody to be using CBD, <laughs> believe me. It, it changes everything when you could find that relief from anxiety, when you could find that relief from pain. It changes not only that person's world, but our world. So it's truly a... a, a amazing place to be at right now and very exciting and... and uh, part of my life's mission. You can tell, and I think you should actually talk to the DMV when everybody gets their driver's license here in LA. (laughs) You get your card, you get a (laughs) capsule. Exactly. (laughs) Less stress, right? Well, thank you so very much for your time, and we look forward to having you on again. In the meantime, I just want to remind you once again that Julie's website is canajointrelief.com, and we look forward to your next visit. Thank you, Kim. Okay. The advice and informational content does not necessarily represent the views of Mother's Market and Kitchen. Mother's recommends consulting your health professional for your personal medical condition.